You're about to listen to a message from Savannah Grace Chapel, Port Harcourt. May these words bear fruit in your heart as you listen. The danger and the the um yes, the remedy, the slyness of mental assets. You know that the fact that a lot of time believers are just mentally assented to God's word and they don't know that that's what they are doing. Amen. No, you, you just agree. Yes, God can do anything now. God can, God can raise the dead. God can heal the sick. But, um, you know, the way I'm feeling there, let's, let's, let's be real. Let's be real. And uh, when you're being real, you're just mentally assented to God's word. Glory to God. So, uh, um, mental assent is that we trust, we believe God. And like the three Hebrew boys, Hebrew boys, I think Pastor Notch was not, Pastor Notch talked about them. The three Hebrew boys that they will say that look, we are not afraid. I mean, and we're telling situations, situations that are confronting us, telling us that bow to me, bow to me. We're telling that look, I'm not afraid to tell you that I will not bow to you. The God I serve will deliver me, and even if He doesn't deliver me, Amen. He does. I'm not bowing to you. I stay with Him. I stay by Him. Hallelujah. Um. um so. We, we, we talked about mental ascent and then went about, went on to talk about faith. And declare what we this, this, discussed what faith is. Amen. Hallelujah. I don't think I'll be able to do a recap, but we discussed what faith is. We said faith is the title deed. Faith is what we hold on to. Faith is what we, we, we declare. Faith is what we, we, we have until we, until we have a physical manifestation of what we are in faith for. Hallelujah. And you see, you don't give up your faith until you receive what you desire. Amen. You know, so, uh, um, it's just like you buy, you buy a lot of, um, you buy a good and then you're sent the, I think it's called for a performer invoice. So you're sent the, the document. Everyone, Okay, for instance, I know, I know, uh, I've done this quite a number of times, so I know how it works. Um, Korea service, what's their name now? Not DHS, this bus, this bus, um, transport company. GIG, GIG Logistics, they have GIG Logistics, and quite a number of times people have sent things to us. So before they send it to us, they will tell us that, okay, they will, this is the tracking number, this is the um, way bill number, all those things. But when you get to the office to collect your goods, you must present a way bill number, present a, a means of identification. Amen. Now, if you don't have the way bill number, there is no English that you're going to speak. You're not getting that good. Amen. So, you don't, you don't, you, you don't throw away the way bill number. You don't throw away the way bill number, all the, 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 the documents you're given. Say, okay, that is, the thing is coming now, so I just throw it away. So it's the same way. You don't throw away your faith until you physically lay hold of what you believe in for or what you want. There's a scripture that is coming to my mind now. I don't know. Okay, anyway, let's just go. Let's just go. Um, so faith is what we hold on to. Faith is what we, we, we exercise until what we are, where we are trusting God for what we are Believing for what we see in the eyes of our spirit, what we see in the eyes of our, our, our hearts come to fruition. Glory to God. And last, last Wednesday we talked about strong faith and weak faith. No, um, great faith and little faith. Amen. We talked about great faith and little faith. And we, we, we saw, we saw the experience, we saw the example of little faith with, um, Peter when he walked on the water. Peter saw Jesus walking on the water. He, he, they were, or the disciples rather saw Jesus walking on the water. They were afraid. Jesus said, come. And based on that word, Peter stepped out on the water and began to walk. Amen. As long as he had his eyes on Jesus, as long as he had his focus on Jesus, he walked on the water. But it came to a point where he began to consider the wind, consider everything around him. And the Bible says he began to sink. You, you, you know, this is just an addition to that. You know, you know, one thing about um, about um, um, exercising unbelief 
Let me call it that way. One thing about exercising unbelief is that I don't exercise unbelief and I sink into the situation immediately. Amen. It's a gradual sink. It's a gradual sink. Amen. You're just gradually, you're just gradually sinking into the situation. You're just gradually sinking until you just come to a point where I beg, this faith to know they work again. Let's look for something else to do. Glory to God. Peter began to sink. And you don't begin to sink on water. You go to boom, down. Amen. But Peter began to sink. And I believe, like we said, everything in scripture is for our instruction. God was showing us that when you begin, to, when you take your eyes off Jesus, you begin to sink into the situation. Amen. And Jesus said that the reason why that was happening to him was because he had little faith. Jesus said, he called him, O ye of little faith. Why did you doubt? O ye of little faith. Glory to God. So Peter's faith was little. And we said that uh, one of the translation of, uh, well, I've heard Kenneth Higgins say that uh, one other way that was strategy of little faith is you have short burst faith. Amen. So, you know, faith, put the faith on, starts, faith starts running. Then all of a sudden you begin to look at everything and then the faith fizzles out. Amen. Then maybe uh, somebody, you, you, you hear, I see, let me also say that. See, that's the danger also of being a Sunday, Sunday Christian. So you come to church on Sunday, you hear God's word, you're ginger, you're fired up. Yeah, let's go and take the world. Then you go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. No, you go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Drag into church on Sunday. Hey, yes, let's go again. Amen. So, how do you stay in church constantly? You hear God's word on Sunday. All through the week, you keep yourself hearing the word. You keep yourself hearing the word. Remember, um, Romans, Romans 10 says, faith come. How does faith come? Faith come by hearing. Faith comes by hearing. And hearing is not, it is a faith come when you hear or faith come when you heard. It says faith comes by hearing. So it's a continuous thing. Continuously hearing the word is how faith comes. Glory to God. Amen. And then we talked about strong faith. Um, um, we saw the, the zero Phoenician woman who came to Jesus for, to heal her daughter. And Jesus said, no, look, healing is the children's bread. And she said that even the dogs, even the dogs eat the crumbs, the little puppies eat the crumbs that fall from the table. So give me the crumbs. Give the children the bread. Just give me the crumbs. Amen. You, you, you see, I said that she, she I mean, that Jesus looked at her and marveled and said she had such great faith. Amen. See, you know what, what I, I'm thinking about, the more I think about it, truly, she had great faith. Because Jesus said that, listen to what Jesus said, that the bread is for the children. The woman said that uh, even the dogs eat the crumbs, the crumbs that fall from the table. Amen. She, the children are struggling for the loaf, for a slice. She's saying that, look, a crumb is enough to do the work. A crumb, and that's why Jesus commended her faith. Say, look, a crumb is enough. Just the crumbs is enough. Let them be eating the bread. The crumbs is enough to get me healed. And truly, she got the healing she, she, she desired. Amen. So, strong faith is that we are totally resolute, totally focused on God's word. God has said it. It will happen. It must happen. It has happened in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. That is strong faith. That I'm not taking no for an answer. I'm not taking no for an answer. I'm not taking any other thing except what I desire. Except what my faith is out for. I'm not taking any other answer. I'm not taking any compromise. I'm not taking any in between. Is what my faith is out for. I think is either that or even higher. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, I try hard to do a recap of all that we have spoken about up till date. Now today we'll continue and um give me a minute. Okay. Today we'll continue with um, 
the talk. So we said that look that um faith, there are two types of faith. There is the God kind of faith. Okay, we talked about that. There's God kind of faith which Jesus was talking about in Mark eleven twenty-two-23. Mark eleven twenty-three. The God kind of faith. And there is the human faith, the Thomas kind of faith. Amen. The God kind of faith speaks and sees things happen. The human faith sees things before it agrees that they are. Amen. Hallelujah. So that's the two kinds of faith. Now, so even now we have the God kind of faith. Even when we have the God kind of faith, it can be in fourth dimension. And that's what we are looking at. You can have strong faith. Even the God kind of faith. It can be strong faith. It can be weak faith. Amen. Hallelujah. It also can be, I'm sorry, it can be, yes, it can be strong faith, weak faith. We will talk about today. It also can be little faith. It can be great faith. That means that for little faith and great faith, that means what we're saying is that your faith grows. God expects your faith to grow. Amen. The faith, look, we also said last week that um, when you get born again, we are given the measure of faith. Hallelujah. We are given the measure of faith. But God does not expect that because you have the measure of faith, that's all the faith you need in life. Your faith has to grow. Your faith must grow. Glory to God. See, the, 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 the thing your faith can accomplish, the thing that your, the faith you got born again with can accomplish. Amen. It cannot, like, even one year down the line. Amen. The faith, what you use that faith to do, you can't use it to do great bigger things. The faith needs to grow. Glory to God. Like I always said, I always say, a little child, a, a, a male child or a female child, when he's born, is born complete. Everything is in the child. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Everything is in the child. Let me use a man. When I was born, I didn't come out with all this. No, I didn't. <laughs> you know, this morning when my mom called me, I was, uh, she, she called me to greet me. I was praying with me. I was saying that, uh, so she was saying, um, I can't remember what she was saying. I said, I said something about uh, me being a baby. I said, mommy, I'm, I'm, I'm a 51 year old man. She said, shut up. You're still my baby. <laughs> he said, you're still my baby. That tiny thing that came out looking wrinkled. I said, oh, okay, okay. Just, just, just stop. Just stop. Just stop. Amen. Hallelujah. But I came out like that. Today I'm not looking like that. Amen. I'm no way the same size. I'm in no way the same build. I'm you know I'm I couldn't talk. Amen. <laughs> you know, I've been talking about that. I look at my tiny little old lady there. I remember when she was born. She was tiny. I was tiny. Hi, you know, and I, I God just did me a number because I used to be gypsy about little children. And then I gave back to a baby. And then it was in the heart of lockdown. Nobody. I had to be, and my wife was not too strong to do so many things. I had to pass the baby, carry the baby. <laughs> I manned up. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But see her today. I just come and say, no, daddy, I don't want. I don't, I don't want. Ah, will you come here? Amen. She's talking today. She's running around today. She's She's, she's exercising her will today. Amen. You give her something to eat. She said, no, I don't want to eat. I don't want this one. I want this one I want. Ah, hey, see me. And it keeps, it keeps getting better. It keeps getting stronger as she grows. Amen. Oh God. No, they just thought of one day she just thought of, Daddy, I met this man and you know, I fell in love with him and I want to marry him. You want to do what? But that is the circle of life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I mean, mommy is here. You can use mommy as an example. Mommy is here. Mommy can probably remember her baby. Oh, your baby. And today, I look at, hey, see, my baby is now, is now a parent. He, and oh my baby, my baby, you just think ah, my baby is calling somebody my baby. <laughs> Amen. But that's the circle of life. Hallelujah. And children must grow. See. And that's the joy, see, that's the joy of every parent, right? Amen. You don't want to see. I don't want to see in 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 even in, in one year time, 
by this time next year, I don't see my daughter like this. I feel that she has become, she's talking clearer, she's talking better, she's able to do things, she's, she, she's potty training now, so they will still have some accidents once in a while. But I feel that this time next year, she should be able to go to where she wants to pull, go to the toilet and go and pull, go to the toilet and go and wee and not do it on her body again. She is growing. The same thing happens to us. We grow in faith. Hallelujah. We grow in faith. Amen. When we were, when we, when, when, when we got born again, we received the measure of faith. In that measure of faith was the capacity to do all things. The capacity that God himself have, has. Because it's the God kind of faith that we received. But we need to grow in it. Hallelujah. Amen. So we have little faith. We have great faith. And when that faith grows, it grows to the point where it's now described as great faith. Amen. This evening, another characteristics of faith that I want to look at all, um, something of faith I want to look at. Faith can be weak. Faith can be strong. Glory to God. Let's look at Romans chapter 4 from verse 19. Romans 4, 19. It says, um, okay, should we start from 18 for just for context? But 19 is our 17. Okay, let's, let's see. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be according to grace, so that the promise might be sure to all the seed. Not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who are of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. Okay, beautiful place to start from. See, he says that, he says that, go back please. He says, therefore it is of faith that it might be according to grace, so that the promise might be sure to all the city. We talked about this in the last um, series that we talked about, we, 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 we did. So I won't talk too much about it, but the, the emphasis I want to bring us to. He says, Promise might be sure to all the seed, not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who are of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. So there's a faith that Abraham had. There's a faith that Abraham exercised. Amen. That's what he's saying. That Abraham exercised a form of faith. Glory to God. And that's what we want to study, what we want to look at this evening. Go on, 17. As it's written, I have made you a father of many nations. In the presence of whom he believed God, who gives life to the dead and called those things which do not exist as though they did. So it's not showing us how faith also works. That it says God gives life to the dead. He called those things which do not exist as though they did. So God called those things that do not exist as though they are. Amen. God doesn't call the things that exist as though, as though they are not. Amen. Did you catch that? God doesn't call the things that exist as though they are not. God doesn't, God does not deny the, in quote, reality. Amen. My body is paining, my body is hurting, I'm feeling pains all over. I'm, I'm, God does not say, I'm not feeling, I'm not feeling pains. I'm not feeling pains. No, I'm not feeling pains, so I'm not feeling pain. No, that's, that's not faith talking. God does not deny the, in quote, reality. Ma? God, thank you, man. God does not deny the existence of facts. Because facts will change. But God, what God does is that he says that he called those things which do not exist as, as though they did. Amen. And you know something I'm even saying here? It's not that he called those things which do not exist as though he wants them to exist. He calls them, he says, as though they did. He calls them as if they are here now. That, and you know, you know what that tells me? That means that they exist somewhere. So God calls them as if they are, they exist now. Amen. You know, example that comes to mind. Those of us who have had dogs growing. Amen. You know, just, you can come to your compound. You don't see your dog. But you begin to call the dog. I remember one of my, one of my old time, all time favorite dog was one dog. I don't even know the breed. 
but we always had dogs. But my favorite all-time dog, I, I guess maybe it's one because one I grew up with, was called Peggy. Peggy. Peggy was very gentle with us. I mean, we climb her back, ride her the horse. She will uh, uh, oblige us. When she's tired of us, our heart like just yeah. Not as if she just yeah. So we'll get off, and then she'll just run away. I'm going to hide somewhere. When she's tired of us, but she was. But that was with us. Any other person? If I catch you, I bite you. Now, I remember one classic particular experience I will never forget all my life. There was this big, there was this house up where it was much older than, than, than me. And, um, of course, stronger. So, um, we used to live in, in the university quarters. He was a child of junior, uh, son of a junior staff. So they used to live, you know, but we all used to intermingle. One thing or the other causes us to mingle. Now, one of the things that causes us to mingle is fruits. Where we live, we had plenty of fruit trees, especially mango trees. I remember this particular day. I climbed up this mango tree. There was this ripe, juicy mango. I was a very good climber. True. I climbed up this mango tree and plucked the, plucked the fruit, the mango. Because I didn't want to stone it or use a stick to pluck it so that it falls and somebody, because he was around. This, his name was Shitu. Shitu was around. So I climbed up and I plucked it. I put it in my pocket. On my way down, it came out of my pocket and fell. Shitu picked it. So I was shouting, it's my mango. Don't eat it. Oh. Don't eat it. Oh. Yeah, because you know he was bigger than me and stronger than me. He was just, just kind of, I was beating to the thing. Ah! The team pain me. I rushed down the tree. I came like, I stood in front of him. I was, I was raging with anger. And he was just looking at me, this guy, because he's just bigger and stronger than me. What can you do? When <laughs> team pain me, I, one anger and adrenaline and everything, one, whatever it is, just rose up within me. I just, yeah, you know, the one is called, yeah, slapped him. Wow! I didn't wait to find out what happened next. I took off. Because I knew if she too catches me, with my obituary that they'll be pacing around the cutters. I took off running. I was faster than me, but I mean, he was stronger than me or running. But me, because I was small, I was very fast. I took off running. I guess also the shock, it gave me, an, whatever it is, gave me an advantage. I was somewhere away from our house. As I was approaching our house, I could see our house at the distance. I said, there screaming, Peggy, 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 Peggy. I knew Peggy was at home. This is, this is where I'm coming to. I knew Peggy was at home. I knew that when I called Peggy, when Peggy hears my voice, Peggy responds to me. Peggy, Peggy, true to talk. Peggy came running. Like I said, what is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? Everybody knew Peggy's history. So he stopped. And he was panting, looking at me, panting. But he couldn't come near me. I held Peggy, I petting Peggy's head. I looked at him, come, come near me. And then I walked back home. I majestically walked back home with my dog. Amen. You know, the, the aftermath of the story. Friends were telling me that, man, but that my fingers actually showed on Shitu's face. I gave him a dirty resounding slap. But guess what? For about three months, and the interesting thing was that his mom, mother had a, this petty shop where you go and buy Maggi, go and buy this one. So my mother, go and buy Maggi from Mama Shitu. Go and, hey, hey, Peggy, let's go. I never went near their house without Peggy. Amen. Anyway, that's one of my interesting child growing up stories. What we are saying is this, that he says, call those things which do not exist as though they did. Amen. So when God called them, because he knows that they, they don't exist here, but they exist somewhere. And when I call them, they answer and they come. Amen. Now let's move on. So we're going into what we're going to. He says, who contrary to hope in hope believed so that he may be, he became the father of many nations. According to what was spoken, so shall your descendants be. 19. Now that's where we're coming to. And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead since he was about a hundred years old and the deadness of Sarah's womb. 20. 
He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. Hallelujah. I think 21, let's 21. Yes. And being fully convinced, old King James said, being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able to perform. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So, what we see from, let's go back to 19. What we see from, from, from this, uh, uh, um, it begins to show us, it begins to, you know, the beauty of this place is that it begins to, it puts weak faith and strong faith at parallel and begins to discuss them together. So it says, and not being weak in faith, what he did not consider his own body. So the first thing we see about weak faith is that weak faith considers what it sees. Weak faith considers the, um, the physical. Weak faith considers the physical. Glory to God. Amen. Sorry, let me put up my phone. My phone has been ringing all day. Okay. So, it says, weak faith. Wow. Time has switched. He says, and being not weak in faith, weak faith considers the physical. Weak faith considers what it sees. Now, that means that when you are considering the things around you, instead of God's word, what God has said, your faith is weak. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I see weak faith. Basically, let, let, let me say this in, in, in general. That weak faith, your faith is weak because you are not exercising your faith in God's word. And same thing that we are saying about, about even, 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 um, every one of us. Okay. Let me use the men for it. You know, you know, every man in this place today, every one of us dressed nice enough, the rest of us in the hall at all, we have a good body. You know, we can actually, if we hit the gym and we're serious with it, we can become six packs, muscle, everything, looking like, um, amen. But, you know, we just eat, sleep, go about our work, do what we need to do. Then one, one day, just remember, I used to play football, right? I used to, I don't, I'm talking generally, I used to play football. I can play football, though, and then it doesn't go, you don't tell me I touch ball, though. Amen. But you see, that same person, if you exercise yourself with, if you exercise yourself doing it regularly, you become strong in it. Glory to God. You know, I remember the year my daughter was born. Um, February of that year, I used to live with um, David and the family. My family, we used to live in the same compound. And in our compound, we had a big space. So we just, I don't know how we got about it. Just started playing um, badminton. And we became, I mean, it was every evening we come out to play badminton. I remember when we first started, by the time you do two, we're, uh, 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 we're panting. By the time we've done it for one, because we played it for months, by the time we've done it for one, two, three months, we, we could go, I mean, we could play for hours. We play, I mean, we, we start, sometimes we start around seven, we are playing till nine, ten. The day that there's no sun, we are playing to maybe almost sometimes almost till twelve. And we'll play in the morning and we'll come out and play in the evening. Amen. So, but I can't do that now. Amen. I will pants if I try. What is the problem? Exercise. Faith is weak because it's not being exercised, not being put to use. Glory to God. Your faith must be put to use for it to grow stronger. You know, what all we're reading here about uh, being not weak in faith, he considered, it was him using his faith. It was that he was using his faith. And the process of using his faith is the things that we are seeing. All the things that we are seeing that, 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 um, um, Romans, Romans 4 is describing. Amen. So faith, like I said, faith is weak when we do not put our faith to work, when we do not act on God's word. And the ex- exercise of faith that we are acting on God's word. See, let me say this. 
that acting on God's word is what's exercising our faith. Amen. Now, when you start, when you first start off, it's not going to be automatic results. Amen. Hallelujah. I've given the story several when I said, when, when I started hearing about living in divine health, I said, putting my faith to work to live in divine health. I will confess scripture, confess, 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 confess. I will have malaria. My body is born and I will stay in the room, not go for lectures. With myself, by the disciples of Jesus, I will cover myself. I try to say, at the end of the day, carry me home before I die here. Let me go and get injection. I'll go and get. But I kept, I kept at it, kept, kept believing, kept trusting, kept declaring until it came to a point where I go a whole year, no malaria. I mean, before growing up, I used to have malaria twice a year. There was one major malaria attack. That one, I just, uh, oh, I can see the angels. Uh, that one. Then there's the minor one. That one, I see be moving around, but I will, twice a year. And I know which one is coming. I know when they come. So when they're coming, there's no struggle. Oh, you're here. It's your time of the year. You're welcome. I receive you with faith and love. Now, I can't remember the last time, something like malaria. I can't remember the last time I had malaria. Guess what? Is it that I don't have symptoms? I still have symptoms up till now. I remember a few months ago, I can't remember what it was. I, I kept having all sorts of funny, funny feelings. So I, I, you know, I just called my sister's pharmacist. I just, I was talking to her. I feel like that. I said, ah, I said, bro, that sounds like malaria. Go and take treatment. I said, yeah, I'm going to buy one anti malaria. But I just keep, kept going, kept going, kept going, forget to buy the anti malaria. I just kept declaring God's word. And before you know, the feeling just, is gone. Amen. Hallelujah. But it didn't, I didn't just arrive at that place in one day. It was that I kept putting, I kept exercising my faith in God's word. I kept exercising my faith in God's word. I kept declaring God's word. I kept declaring God's word until I, I got there. Amen. Hallelujah. It says, be not weak in faith. Be not weak in faith. We are weak in faith when we do not exercise our faith in God's word. So, I also going to say that when we consider the physical, we are weak in faith. When we consider the physical, we are weak in faith. Remember, we talked about, we, we, we talked about that scripture. I can't remember where it is. I think Corinthians. It says, we walk by faith and not by sight. We walk by faith. And walking by faith is that we walk by what God's word says. Remember, it says faith comes by hearing God's word. So that means that it's from God's word that faith comes. We walk by faith. So I can say like, we walk by Believing God's word and not by what we see. Amen. By believing God's word and not what we see. We choose that it's God's word I stay with, not what I see. Glory to God. I, I, I you know, we, we talked about the story of, of, of um, 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 Peter. We've talked about Peter again. We've talked about Peter this evening. Peter came out of the water Believing the word that Jesus spoke to him, come. And he asked, well, focus on Jesus. But after a while, he began to consider. Being not weak in faith, he did not consider. He began to consider the waves, began to consider the wind, began to consider everything, and he began to sink. Amen. Hallelujah. He began to sink because he was considering the situation around him. See, Every time that you are, you say you are in faith, and you begin to consider the things around you, the physical, you begin to consider, like, uh, let's say, the facts. Say this, it's a fact. It's a fact that my body is, my body temperature is, is, is spiking, but it's not the truth that I am sick. The truth is that I am healed. Amen. Hallelujah. The truth is that I am healed. You know, I, I love something um, Reverend Tindy says. He says that the absence of symptom is not proof that you are you are in health. Amen. I, I, I know plenty of people looking healthy. Just, I mean, they're just strong, might, I mean, looking good or something. You just say that they slumped and they died. So what was wrong with them? Also, funny thing. Yes, somebody that I, I, I know. I, for instance, in a case, a you know, family friend of ours that uh, um, went for his medicals. He was given a, a how do they say that, a clean bill of health. He was given a clean bill of health. Guess what? Six months later, he was dead. They said he had cancer. So, how come 
six months before they didn't catch or see cancer when he went for a full medical checkup. Amen. So the absence, what I'm saying, the absence of symptom is not proof that you are you're in health. So the presence of conversely, the presence of symptom is not proof that you are sick. Because God's word says you are healed. So he says, and being not weak in faith, he did not consider his own body. He did not consider what his physical eyes, what his physical senses could feel. Glory to God. Instead, he stood with the word that from verse 17, we saw the promise that was made to him. He kept his eyes, he kept his heart, he kept his mind on that promise and refused to consider the reality that was talking or that was, was speaking against what God had said. In your walk of faith, for you to be strong in faith, you have to come to a place where you refuse to consider what the physical is saying and you strongly hold on to what God has said. Amen. Um, so, what's the cure for, for, for weak faith is that we exercise ourselves in God's word. Amen. We exercise ourselves in God's word. The more you exercise your faith, the stronger your faith grows. The more you exercise your faith in, 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 in um, the more you exercise yourself in, in your faith, the stronger your faith grows. Amen. We must practice God's word, and that's exercising our faith. Let's look at James chapter one verse twenty-two. We're still coming back to Romans four. James one twenty-two. It says. But be, go to 21. Let's just look at it. It says, therefore, lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your souls. So it says, receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your souls. You know, it's interesting. It says, receive with meekness. Receive humbly. Receive without arguing the implanted word which is able to save your soul. So it says that you receive that word that gets implanted in you. That means that you allow the word to enter into you. Amen. The word doesn't get implanted on the outside. The word is implanted in your heart. Amen. How you do that is that you receive it with meekness. You receive it with humility. God's word says, like I always say, God's word says they are righteous. No matter what sin I have committed, I still bring my mind to receive it and believe it that I am righteous. Amen. Hallelujah. God was said that I'm healed. I still choose to believe in, in despite of symptoms and, 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 and feelings. I still choose to believe that I am healed. That is humility. That's humility. The one I always use. When God says, when God, when, when God says that you are righteous, I say, no, no, I, um, uh, um, you know, not, I believe not, uh, um, any of us here. But well, you know, there are some people who pray and say, Father, I come to you. I humbly come, a sinner like me. I come depending on nothing but your grace. A sinner like me. I am not a sinner. God said that I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So when I think that I'm, you know, I say, ah, that was humble prayer. I'm humbling myself. When I come and say, Father, I'm a sinner, a wretched sinner like me. Nothing good in this flesh. Oh, I come to you just as I am. Say, Kai, this guy is humble. No, you are proud. You are proud. Amen. Because if, if, if somebody says, look at, look at it this way. I say, um, um, uh, try to look at, but I'm trying to look for a way to paint a picture to us. But, you know, one, 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 if, 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 uh, um, um, can't even think of anybody now. But imagine somebody that you respect, somebody telling you that, um, um, you can, oh, oh, some, probably somebody telling you, you can do this thing. I said, no, I can't do it. Oh, I can't do it. You, you know, it, it's, you, you, it sounds, it sounds, it sounds humble, but it's actually pride. It's, you, your pride is thinking of yourself more highly than you are. So I say you are righteous. You say no, I'm not righteous. How can I? How can you call me righteous? God says you are righteous. You're telling God that you are not righteous. 
Who are you to be telling, telling God, arguing with God? Humility, what I say, receive with meekness. I receive with meekness. God says I am righteous. No matter what I have done, I decide to accept what God has said about me. That's humility. That is meekness. Amen. I receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save my soul. Time has gone. Now go to 22. Stop here today. I was really hoping to finish this today. It says, but, now it says, but, be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourself. So it goes to say, but, now you know you don't start the sentence with but. Amen. So you still continue what he was talking about, uh, about, now he's talking of how you can make this implanted word that's able to save your soul to bring results for you. He says, how you do that is that it's not enough. Look, it's not enough that the word is implanted in your, in your heart and is able to save your soul. Amen. Because that's not where you want it. I mean, I don't want to be healed in my heart alone. I just carry my healing. I say, I'm healed in my heart. And everybody see me with of sickness and disease for me. I'm rich in my heart. I'm rich towards God. And I'm broke. I can't pay my bills. I'm suffering. No. I want this richness in my heart to flow out of me out on the outside and affect so that people will see and know that the rich you are talking about in your heart is in your life. Amen. So it says, but be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. So when you're hearers of the word, you, you're implanting the word into your soul. As you hear the word, it's been implanted in you. Amen. But when you become doers of it, it's when you begin to get results out of it. And I've said, said severally that that word doer, it also means that be actors, be imitators, be, be practitioners. If you look at the Greek word, it actually means be imitators. The same way we get the, the word imitation from, you get uh, um, actors. Be actors of the word. Be doers of the word and not hearers only. Deceiving yourself. So if you're just hearing the word and you're not doing it, you're deceiving yourself. Go on. For if, for if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like a man observing his natural face in the mirror, says he go away and suddenly so he forgets what manner of man that he is. Amen. So, for God's word to bear results, for my faith to be strong, I must be an actor of the word. Now, if you have ever acted before, you know, know anything about acting, acting. A lot of times, there is this, you actually, you are, they come for rehearsals, come for rehearsals, come for rehearsals, until they come into, until you come into the role. Amen. I, I mean, I talked about this before too, but just repeating. I mean, I, 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 some, if you read some reviews of some movies, you find out some movies where the person wanted to, I, I, I can't remember one movie where, where one guy wanted to act as a, as, as a, somebody with a mental problem. He went, I learned that he, he stayed in the, the asylum for six months. He lived with the mentally deranged for six months. And sometimes read about all these actors. You see how they went to extreme things just so that they could get into character. It says, be doers of the word. Be actors of the word. Continue to act it until you get into character. When you see an actor and you say, Kai, man, this guy, the, 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 I mean, there's some movies you watch and then you start crying. Oh, you know, sometimes you it's just a movie. It's a movie. Say yes, but Kai, see what he went to. It's a movie. It's just a movie. It's acting. It's not real. But what has happened? This person has so much entered into the role that you can actually feel all the emotions, feel all the, the, everything. You can identify with it. The same way you must, it says you are, you keep acting, you keep imitating God's word until, and that's what I keep saying, that until you can identify with it, until you become one with it. Now, when you see an actor and you say that this actor is a good actor, he has become one with that role. He has become, he has, he has imbibed everything. He's, he, he, I mean, amen. 
you have to come to a place where as you are a doer of God's word, you come to a place where you invite, you come into car, it becomes your character. And that's why uh, um, 21 will say that God is able to save your soul. See, it starts from your soul. It starts from your mind. You are a doer of the word until it changes how you think. If God's word does not change how you think, you're just going to be mentally assenting to it. Because I'm going to say, I'm going to be speaking it out, say, uh, by the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. Everybody say me, say, by the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. But inside me, I know that it is not so. Amen. Be doers of the word. Be doers of the word. As we do the word, Amen. As we make it a practice of doing the word, our faith becomes stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. I'll stop here. Amen. In God's word, as we are doers of the word, as we practice the word, that's how we exercise our faith. Amen. I think I said last last week, and I said again today, see, I keep saying God's word, I keep declaring God's word, even when I am not getting the result that God's word promises me. For instance, what I'm saying, I'm believing God, I declare that by the stripes of Jesus I'm healed. By, I'm declaring by the stripes of Jesus I'm healed. But it seems as if, it seems, it seems, it seems. There's one scripture we were supposed to read that we didn't come to. Um, let me leave it. Continue from next one. But it, it seems, listen to the word, it seems as if it's not working. But it is working. Amen. Now, what I'm saying is that when I'm confessing God, when I seem as if it's not working, I do not stop. I do not stop. Remember one thing also we said about faith, that faith is like a tool. I know I have tried to use the spanner to loosen a, a knot that is that seems tight and it's not moving. Amen. You know, you keep putting, exerting that pressure you keep exerting that pressure until all of a sudden, slowly, you begin to feel the knot moving. Amen. But you see, all that pressure you are exerting was amounting to something. If I did it, like, sorry, all this. Honey, this knot is tight though. It can't, no, let's do the popular one. Bottle of Coke. Yeah, please open it for me. I don't know. This one is too tight. It's just too hard today to open. Lala, it's not too hard to open. They're so strong. Stuff like came here. Open it by yourself next time. Amen. Hallelujah. But see, it just comes from, comes from use. Maybe we men are used to exacting energy. Exacting energy on things. We exact all our energies on, on things. So, like, I, I don't know if it's a challenge for a man. Something doesn't want to move. You want, you will move. Amen. You keep putting the pressure. You keep putting the pressure on it. It is working. When I'm declaring God's word, I say, by the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. And then I go, and then they give me that injection. And the nurses give me that. Ah, by the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. I live in divine health all the time. Always. You keep declaring it. You keep declaring it. You keep declaring it. Guess what? As you keep saying it, as you keep speaking it, one year down the line, you're not the same person. Amen. I remember a testimony of one, one of our sisters. Darling sister, she's going to be with the Lord now. She, 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 she used to, um, she used to be a sickler and then she got healed. Her genotype changed to AA. But you know, one time I was interviewing her when she was talking about when, when her genotype changed. I was interviewing her for Chuck Magazine while doing one time. I said, she said that she remember in, in the, when she first started hearing about God um, desire for us to live in divine health. She said she will put her faith to work. She put her faith to work. She will, her health will crash. She will be on her sick bed. She's confessing. And all the time she'll be wondering, like, why is this not, why is it not working? Why? But the more she started, no, you are healed. She said one of the first things she noticed was that as she kept putting her, her faith to work, as she kept taking in God's word, as she kept hearing God's word, as she kept staying, soaking herself in God's word, she said she noticed that the interval of her crisis started becoming longer. So, I mean, for, for example, maybe she used to have a crisis every month. She just noticed that it's not every two months. After a while, it's not every three months. 
until the time it came that it was not every once a year. And the crisis were not as severe as they used to be. Until she came to a point where something happened and she, for the first time she was, she had, she was terribly sick and afraid that, come, what's going on here? Am I dying? I've never been this sick. All my years of being a sickle, I've never been this sick. They just occurred to her, check my genotype. And they checked her genotype that changed. Guess what? For the first time in her life, she was having malaria. So, oh, I'm dying. Amen. But it was that she kept on putting her faith to work. So the fact that I did it today and I didn't get the result or I didn't see the results, not that I didn't get, I didn't see the result, doesn't mean I stopped. It's just like putting that spanner to the knot. The fact that I, I, I pushed hard on it and nothing, I didn't feel it move, I didn't hear it move, doesn't mean that I stopped. Every pressure I put is amounting to something in the knot coming on loose. Amen. Hallelujah. And you see, like we always say, we always say, what you desire for, what you have faith for, what you believe for, like we read from uh, uh, Romans, it already exists. In the sacrifice of Jesus, Jesus paid for it in full. Jesus paid for it for you to have it. So every time you come to this communion table, you come to remind yourself that the price is paid for me to have it. Amen. I am not, I am not, when I say I'm putting my faith to work, I'm not putting my faith to work to generate it. I'm not putting my faith to work to create it. I'm not putting my faith to work to produce it. I'm putting my faith to work to access it. Why? Because the price has been paid in full for us to have it. And by this sacrifice, all things are ours in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to this message. We hope you were blessed. Connect with Savannah Grace Chapel Port Harcourt on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at SGC Port Harcourt. And download our messages free on Telegram at t.me forward slash SGC Port Harcourt.